Hello everybody, welcome to Sonic Talk episode 648, recording here today, Wednesday the 16th of December, the penultimate show of the year because we're heading for Christmas. Next one is next week, 23rd of December, where we're hoping that we will be bringing you a Christmas quiz. Yeah, we tried it last year <laughs> with a scoreboard and everything, and I think... It might actually, uh, it might actually work. Uh, Midiera is going to be putting the, some questions together for us, and we're going to have him marking behind the scenes. Anyway, this is the music technology show, all things to do with creating music, recording music, performing music, synthesizers, drum machines, software, all that kind of stuff. Everything that kind of surrounds, I guess, digital music, even in, in many ways. Uh, I want to say thank you very much to our friends over at Isotope, uh, who will be. Uh, <clears throat> you'll be familiar with. Uh, they are have a special page. If you go to isotope.sonictalk, you could save 10% on products. All you need to do is use the code SONIC10 at checkout, and you can save on stuff like the RX-8, Music Production Suite, Neutron Advanced, Elements, all of the stuff that they do. And while you're there, check out a bunch of their tutorials. They've got a whole cornucopia of uh, um video tutorials on how to use their products and get the most out of them. We thank them very much for making this offer available to our friends and listeners and everybody. I want to say, uh, before we get going, um, you can see us on, if you want to try us on Spotify, we're now on Spotify. You can uh, Sonic Talk Show. Uh, I think I can post a link to that. Let me try that. I'll post it in the show notes and we'll see whether that goes. Here we go. That'll, that'll give that one. We're also on Stitcher. Hey, I'm, I'm doing this live real time. Uh, Stitcher, posting that one in as well. iTunes and Google Podcasts. I think, uh, if I wonder if I do that, I'll post that one in. That's a really long URL. I hope that's got anything other information in it. Uh, and also on Amazon, if you, uh, you can ask Alexa to play the Sonic Talk podcast. Uh, and, of course, we're also on Patreon. Uh, if you feel you would like to support us, it'd be much appreciated. Uh, very small amounts. Uh, we've got lots of exclusive video content on there now, and it's going up every week. And this is stuff that you don't see anywhere else. It's not uh, just early things. It's uh, sounds. It's maybe videos that we are extras to reviews we do, uh, patches. As you can see, a few of them scrolling there. And want to thank all of you out there who are supporting us. It's much appreciated. It really is and uh, thank you very much to you all. So let's say hello. Oh, yes, the one thing I will remember to do as well, if you like what you see here, remember to subscribe and ring the bell. That's apparently what you say these days. That means you'll get notified for all our new content because we have got a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, we did just post uh, Jim's YC61, Yamaha YC61 FX Exploration. We've got a three big questions season uh, coming up over Christmas, which is Gaz asking a bunch of bewildered uh, uh, celebrities at trade shows uh, a bunch of uh, probing questions. And um, I've got the, uh, oh yeah, the Solar 50 uh, big um, oh, drone machine review, which will be going up sometime soon as well. Anyway, let's say hello to everyone. We'll start with Gaz. There's Gaz over there in his oh, studio in hey. Bristol. Uh, Gaz yeah. wins the nicest looking photo uh, uh, image because he's got a new lens for his camera. And uh, yes. there's a bit of, you're getting a bit of the Kennys about the beard there. I, I can't figure oh. out Kenny, Kenny G, not Kenny G, Kenny Rogers. <laughs> Kenny Rogers, I don't mind that at all. He he was a bass player as well. Oh, was he really? Uh, yeah. So like, uh, I think you know the gambler, and I think he's playing bass on that, you know, and singing. So yeah, Kenny, great. You you said about probing. Um, you said about probing. Uh, people. <laughs> was that the mic you used? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna probe them with this. Uh, but that's my latest gadget. So I'm really looking forward to 
playing around with that. That's a Zoom H8 with the, uh, and that's a stereo shotgun mic. So uh, that's going to be quite cool. So I'm just exploring. So how does with that things. work? Yes. You just get, what, the mid, mid and side, is that yeah. presumably? mid sides. And then I guess the idea is, you know, and, and then in post you can choose, you know, whether you just want it mono or you can then bring in some atmosphere around. So um, could we be making some documentaries in the new year, um, some not music documentaries. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so looking to sort of do a little bit more kind of remote stuff and, um yeah, we're doing uh, we're doing some films about the the Seven Estuary, which oh, is yeah, uh, separates Wales and yeah, England, and loads of interesting stories around that. But that uh, yeah, that's to come. Yeah. But um, may I just say something first, quickly? I am going to be doing my show tonight. I've got Tim Exile on my show this evening, oh. and uh, Endless is now um, desktop. Well, certainly Mac at the moment, and um, so we're going to be talking about that, and uh, it really does kind of elevate endless into a into a new into a new um era really because you know being able to run au vst plugins and whatnot is going to really change things up quite a bit so that's is that quite exciting official or so, is it is it official or is it just the beta they've launched of that i think it's official is it today or, or so, certainly soon i've got some links uh, that i can share uh, that tim has sent me but um uh, but it's, anyway it's or, endless uh, yes endless <laughs> Dot yeah, FM. three S's. Three yes. Yeah. I'll post yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. So that Excellent. that'll be from eight eight p.m. tonight. Uh, GMT. So uh, please, if if you're interested, come and join us for that. Thanks. Yeah. That's my little plug out of the way. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you're doing loads of streaming at the moment, so uh, I'm yeah. I'm surprised. You, do you get a chance it's... to actually spend any time with your uh, your wife, or you <laughs> mostly she just in the chat room these days? <laughs> That's the only way. Yeah. It's so. Um, yeah, I mean, I think in a way for me, I am a performer. I totally always have been since, you know, since I was born. Uh, and I guess that I'm getting some of my performance kicks out of doing these streams, really. Although there's very little music in my streams. That's going to change in the new year. I am going to be doing much more music and a lot less waffle. Well, waffle and music. I, 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 yes, I definitely can't guarantee there won't be less waffle. <laughs> Waff, waffle sit. Um, uh, what's there? So there must be a, some sort of uh, hybrid waffle word. Waffle Waffles yeah. it or fuse it or uh, <laughs> m- m- muffles. I don't know, something like that. Anyway, guys, lovely yeah. to have you as ever. And uh, we also have Mr. Ty Unwin, who is in his Christmas grotto slash studio up there. Ty, of course, a media composer, which I believe you are actually currently gainfully employed as a media composer, or I'm assuming you are, because I know you're back to work. <laughs> Big O well today, has it? <laughs> <laughs> Been one of those. It actually, do you know what? It's actually nothing to do with. Yeah, I mean, I've kind of got ahead of myself with that, so that that's kind of going okay. But I've kind of entered the world of trying to sort out uh, 4K, 8K AV systems, and suddenly running into this whole load of absolute crap about um, trying to get things to talk to other things and and with AV receivers and and it's. Oh, what is it HD something C copyright that won't let so and so HDCP this, yeah that's it won't let this talk to this and and then finding that all the HDMI cables have got need to be two point whatever it is and oh joy giga. honestly it's just I all it was was I made the mistake of I think about eighteen months ago I bought an eight K TV which was ridiculous because there's no eight K you know um, content. And then Denon have just bought out an 8K receiver. So I've been waiting for a receiver to actually catch up. And they've bought out an 8K receiver that I wanted to 
get. So I got that. Who's, who's transmitting 8K for you to be received from? Nobody. It's all it is, is to do with, yeah, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> as if I don't know this, uh, it's uh, I, it's basically just uh, the upscaling 4K right. Blu-rays at the moment. But it's honestly, it's just it's just a world of pain. I started, you know, kind of yesterday morning, I, I came out of the shop with all the purchases, kicking my heels and, you know, way, it's going to be a jolly day. And then skip forward to me at four o'clock this morning, sitting there just in the house, just <laughs> screaming, and then waking up this morning and having no more joy. So at the moment, honestly, I just want to throw it all out of the window and, uh, and go back to do some work. Yeah. But other than that, I'm fine. Happy Christmas, Excellent. everyone. Oh, Happy oh, Christmas, oh. everybody. Yeah, I yeah. can totally get it because we, we've... Now, here's my technical consideration, which is slightly... So, basically, we've agreed there are some Christmas elves coming to visit the children in our street, okay? Social distance, you know, they come and lark about in the front garden and say, have you been good and naughty or whatever? There are a few young kids. And so we said, well, why don't we do some Christmas carols for it as well, you know, so that the community can all stand on their doors and have a bit of a Christmas cheer or whatnot. But most Christmas carols are way, way too long and require editing down. And we have a song sheet of some Christmas carols that somebody's kindly donated of a public service where obviously they've already done that. But the versions that we've been able to find on Spotify have 18 verses so we've had to i've had to edit them all down to the right verses so we had to lyric check all of these carols then edit them now i re-uploaded them to i've added them to my spotify but the problem is because i've edited them to something else spotify will no longer play them on my sonos speakers which i was going to put in the window of our house so that the street could hear the carols so just being able to edit some bloody vi christmas carols which are presumably not copyright anyway because they were written 600 years ago i now cat the only way i could do it is by bringing my laptop back uh, it's just been an absolute nightmare and i'm the only one who can host the files because then i can only play them via my sonos control center which is no longer compatible with the old version of the sonos speakers i've got bloody hell you know i mean <laughs> honestly what's the point just want to play Come some on, Christmas and I, without Come having on, to set up <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> give us a give us humbug, Gaz. Come on, give us a humbug. Ooh. I'm oh, sorry. There must be something you can't. I'm get sorry. This, uh, this, I, I, I don't. Mean, I don't normally go on a rant about these sort of things, but I just I want to yeah. get it out of the way. I've had a bad tech day, and I just wanted to. That's that's so. And, and, and what then sums it up absolutely is then I then as I just said to you before we went online. So I I have this as a separate little system. I don't touch this from one month to the next from whenever I come on. And I just plug everything in exactly how it's plugged in. The microphone I want to use isn't working. The camera wouldn't work. So I, I don't know what it is. I think it's just that <laughs> tech just hates us, which is funny. Christmas. It's yes. the Christmas gremlins. Anyway, enough of my whinging. Um, I think we should probably get on with some stuff. So, uh, well, this one's oh. for you guys, really, because you're Ooh. now getting massively into Hello, and so welcome to this video on Blades, a oh, dual yeah. multi-mode filter with a couple of extras from Mutable Instruments. Let's check out what's to come. So this is Div Kid Ben, who we do occasionally have on the show, uh, Mutable Instruments. This is interestingly not DSP. It's an actual analog filter, to, dual two-pole filter uh, by Mut Mutable Instruments, Emily at Mutable. Um, just hardware. 
And it's, I mean, Ben does a great demo of that. And Mutable Instruments yeah. stuff is really, I mean, it's it's become, much like Make Noise has become as well, it's one of the sort of top, big top two manufacturers, I think. And uh, Mutable Instruments and Emily's DSP code, which uh, she also makes available open source, as we've seen, because they used it in uh, the Artoria Microfreak, and it's in various <laughs> things, VCV rack versions of the yeah. Mutable, that's all fine. So this is a pure hardware thing. And it just goes to show, again, you know, not only is she great at code, but just generally this kind of stuff. Now, Gaz, you've started doing a mm. bit of Eurorack stuff. You've got you've yes, got some have. mutable, haven't you? You've, in fact, haven't you got I a have. clouds type a, effect, a, uh, rack? A clouds clone. Um, that's well, it's actually Andy Max, but yeah, I've got a clouds clone in my in my rack. Um, but I've got uh, well, I've got grids as well, which is quite a curious one, really. Um, a topographic drum sequencer, <laughs> uh, which is which is cool. It's sort of um, that lets you kind of navigate if you they imagine almost as though you've got a load of drum patterns all across a map and then you've got an x and y control and you can move through this map and wherever you are on the map there's different beats and then you can um uh you can you've just only got like a kick snare and hi-hat essentially channels but uh the idea is it's almost like a preset drum player but you can modulate your location on the map so there's different drums. That's really cool. But I mean, I, I think that's uh, kind of uh, something that typifies the mutable instruments um, approach, which is always kind of coming in sort of sideways at, at things. And you mentioned about um, the, the open source nature of, um, of, of it appearing in different things. And this pedal here, the poly from, um, it's an Australian thing, uh, from Poly Effects. Yeah, that's got, that's got the you know quite a bunch of the mutable instruments um algorithms in there which is quite interesting as a you know showing how malleable i guess those algorithms are that they can work in a pedal setting uh which is pretty cool but um yeah just a little shout out to ben no div kid because his videos they are oh they're great incredibly they? useful he he really helps explain things and uh and does really good musical demos as well. That's something that I've sadly been lacking in my demos. <laughs> Any kind of musical aspect, although hopefully that will come. Um, but yeah, mutable instruments. There is something very uh, like like this filter, for instance. It's just uh, drool worthy, you know. Um, what else have I been finding? You know, IntelliGel as well. A lot of their modules are really interesting stuff. Um, you know, uh, and make noise as you mentioned, and um, but for me, I think one of the, the transformatory module that I've had, and this was um, thanks to Mylar Melodies, really sort of pushing it on me, <laughs> uh, is the uh, the Pam's the Pamela's new workout, which is essentially clockable modulation um, or gates, and it's. Uh, I was like, I don't want that. I'm not interested in that. And he's going, Oh no, you you want that. Believe me, you want that. And uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm really glad I did now. Um, so really why, why that's good is it just kind of creates a centerpiece, like, you know, where everything kind of starts. There's a big yellow button that you press. Um, but I digress. Um, uh, I think the whole kind of modular trip, well, that's what it feels like to me, is uh, it's a bit of a thrill ride, really. And I am getting more and more into it. I'm hoping. I knew it would uh, happen. I know, but I'm hoping I'll be able to make some music on it soon because most of the things no, I've been don't, doing... Don't hold that for that one, guess. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hinting at music, but I mean, I, on my shows, I, I typically just get befuddled and 
lost in what I'm trying to do. And thankfully, my beautiful chat room, I know there's a, a bunch of the gang in, in um, today in the show here now are just so helpful and patient. So uh, <laughs> big thanks to them for for uh, sticking with me. But um, yeah, I, you know, it's it's starting to happen. To be honest, I think that's where that Pamela's new workout is so good, though, because it just does kind of give you yeah you've got of- the engine at the yeah um ed did a recent yeah. review of the alm uh busy circuits coupe which has got the pams workout yeah but back yeah, to the yeah. stereo filter right i mean it did mm. sound very good and there's lots of really oh, yeah. interesting features yeah. in it which which basically I, mean I, that you know lots of cv control lots of drive and saturation looks right and, and and i think that is a typical thing again on mutable uh, mutable instruments is that pretty much you know all the parameters are always cv cvable really and i think that's uh you know, now you see, I was like, this is one of the things that I was really resisting going in towards the, the modular thing is just, you know, I don't want to modulate stuff. I just like things being quite pure and quite simple and, you know, minimal tones and not a lot of modulation going on. Now I'm like a modulation monster. I just can't get enough of the wibbly wobbly <laughs> stuff, you know. <laughs> I know, Ty, this goes rather against your day-to-day workflow, I realise, just just repeatedly. But right. you can't You're... beat a good filter, though. I mean, let's not pretend. I, okay, first of all, two things here. First of all, that filter sounds lovely. It sounds a really lovely filter. And if if I was foolish enough to go down the Eurorack route, which isn't going to happen. <laughs> um, then I have to say it would be it would be it would be up there in terms of. I mean, I have I've got some bits of Eurorack. I mean, Gaz knows this. And actually, last week I bought a, a Morphogy, having watched Gaz uh, Gaz's show about it, and just watch him get soaker flummoxed. But the great thing about Gaz's show <laughs> is that I, every time I watch it, is that it reminds me why I hate Eurorack. And it's, I just watch it. Just keeps going, it. It's like preventative. Oh, oh my it's god! Like yes, it is. I swear. I swear. This is this is just like a junkie. This is basically just like watching Gaz, you know, kind of take some drugs and sit in the corner and and freak out. That's that's what it's like watching Gaz do that. Because every time he's just he's just so down this rabbit hole, and I just watch him killing myself laughing. Laughing. I watch every episode. I kill myself laughing. Just going, go for it, Gaz, and then go. This is why I don't do your arrest. It's like it's and, like a public um, service announcement film where it says, "Remember, kids, always use the green cross code." Exactly, exactly. And the, the, I've got I've, so I've got a morphogen. I've got a few filters. I've got a few. I've got a few mm. of the audio oscillators and and uh, anyway. So and a tone star. And I've got some bits and bobs. But that's it. I mean, I'll, uh, my I I think Gaz got very excited about eighteen months ago where I put something about oh I bought a, a KB thirty uh, seven and put a few modules in and and everyone went ah I knew it'd get you yeah <laughs> and I swear within two days I just went sod yeah. this I <laughs> I write I do it's all about music for me and it's all about you know and I yeah. just life is too short for me to be um going down anything to do your right wise but if i was going to buy a filter this filter sounds gorgeous but i'm not so there <laughs> yeah right so- fair enough <laughs> fair enough okay fair enough um, i think it's about 300 quid uh 300 euros mm. right uh and so you know it's yeah. not it's not outrageously expensive uh, hold on, I'm just. Uh, I've what I've realised I've done is I've Sonic Talk uh, six four eight live this one. I've I've I forgot to. I, 
I forgot to uh, leave one, sta one stage in the streaming system and it's just created uh -huh. a new stream. No, it's not made for kids. Not with the cursing <laughs> and curmudgeonliness I started the show with. Ah, oh, there Can we go. Say, oh, yes, go, Gaz, uh, while I, while I do some well, admin. I mean, something I didn't mention, really, uh, I didn't pick up, rather, was the fact that this is a stereo filter and that is the big that is kind of the big news here because there is a a slow acceptance within Eurorack that stereo may be something that people want you know <laughs> um <laughs> so it, i mean I, I found it quite frustrating i've been looking you know looking to get modules that can like mixer modules that, that can handle stereo and uh yeah it's it's hard i mean there are there are options there but um oh wow. and i was thinking about christmas drinks funds coming in there folks sorry about that i just wanted oh. to throw that in. i, I hey. would what, what, just before i want to interject here before um yep. anybody accuses me of pocketing it all i sent out all the sonic talk panelists christmas gifts or as many of them Ooh. as i could manage so that's what's gone that's gone towards so there will be stuff uh, lending its I way to can, oh, can cool. I bring out that I, I almost had an argument with the Amazon delivery guy yesterday who delivered this with me going, I'm not suspecting anything. I, this isn't, can't be for me. And it was, <laughs> it was, it was lovely. And uh, I'm glad that you realise that I like sour sweets, but my God, are they sour. I mean, <laughs> oh my God, are they sour. Really? I thought oh. it would be a bit more interesting now, than your average I, stuff. I swear to God, that means you either really you like me, so you said them, or you absolutely flipping hate me because no, they are never, sour never. as. Well, like, <laughs> so, okay, they were a special American sour selection, and because I, I know you don't drink Thai, so I thought, oh, what do I get him that would be a bit more interesting than your average <laughs> bottle of cheap wine? Thank you, you know? so much. Really appreciated. So thank you, and thank everybody. Obviously, if people have put money up you know, kind of for this to go out to everyone. Thank you all so, so much. Very oh, kind. Sorry, I, I interrupted sour, you there. Oh, no, it's utterly, utterly irrelevant. But I bought some sour sweets from this little old-fashioned sweet shop in Plymouth once. Like, they, you know, they weren't labelled. They were just sort of, like, um, in a clear bag. And <laughs> I don't know quite what they'd done with these particular sweets, but it, there was no joy in it at all. You'd, you'd sort of... <laughs> They take a few layers off your tongue, you know. You, your tongue, uh, um, and I, I'd give them to people just, uh, uh, and I, there was these girls, there was these girls in a pub, and I was challenging people, I, um, friends who were sitting around this table, and they were all going, and these two girls thought, oh, we can, you know, give them we here, can, we'll we can do handle that. that. And one girl put two in her mouth, and then she started crying. Gas, <laughs> gas, gas, crying. Gas, gas, welcome to my world yesterday. Thank oh, I'm you. so oh, sorry. Right. I, feel, I should send out something to replace it. Uh, well, if we're, um, this is completely nothing to do with it, but we're getting towards Christmas. What the hell? Sorry. Uh, there were these, there were these, I don't know if you've ever seen those be those uh, jelly beans that you can get, which are lots of weird flavours, like jelly bean roulette. And some of them mm -hmm. taste like, you know, oh, tangerine. Yeah, and yeah. some of them taste like vomit. Rotten you know, eggs. Yeah, and uh, my daughter took some to school when she was a little kid, you know, for for fun. And um, there were loads of really distressed uh, junior school kids, and she got she she got them confiscated. <laughs> we got into a lot of trouble oh. for it. So yeah, well, watch my, out what you do. in the summer. In in the summer, my daughter had some. I bought some, but what she didn't realise was it was you bought the packet, and they were all the bad ones. 
And you know, you're meant to then mix them with the good ones. But yeah, I didn't yeah. tell her. So I just so, kept telling oh, her that they're all, they're all lovely. So she ate all of these awful ones. Thinking she was trying to find the good ones. There were no good ones. It's so funny. Oh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, well, uh, there, was some, there was some news, wasn't there? Oh, oh, all right. There was one more. Robbie Bronneman on tour, they had like, a, on Howard Jones tour, I think they had on a rider a load of Jelly Belly, um, like on the rider. And so Robbie would just empty just one pack of the... <laughs> One pack of uh, they, what they call I can't remember, but the ones with the horrible taste. You just empty a pack mm-hmm. into it, so so you know probably ninety five percent of them are fine, but just putting some of those sneaky ones in there. Yeah. Anyway, sorry that was yeah, just no, a final thing. Great. Uh, well, so there we go. You know, not only did we get uh, did Ty get everybody get their gifts, but you also got an extra impromptu topic out of it. But there we go. Uh, yeah, new new module, uh, mutable modules, blades. Uh, I think it's available now. I mean, as often with their stuff, there's the website. As often with the stuff, it does actually sell out quite quickly. So the first batch may well be going quick. So you probably need to get out there and uh, and put your order in if you if you want. Um, so uh, let's see. Is there anything else that's um, uh, yeah, let's do uh, let's LFE do... definitely. Can we can we definitely do the LFE? We do the let's do the LFE now. I think if I've got let's do the LFE first. Uh, where is it? It's oh, did I have I put it in here? No, that's not it. Hey there. No, that's not I'm... it either. Do you? That's not it. With... Where is it? Hello and welcome. Obviously, I haven't done it. So LFE, <laughs> no! uh, hold on. No, don't worry. I'm going to get there. I will. I will bring. It, I'll, I'll just find a way to uh, to bring it into the show. Sorry, this is t- a. Te- I, I'm all. I don't know why I pretend it's ever anything than a complete shambles because it it always is. All right, and now uh, the only other thing I've got to do is set the. I really. I thought I was prepared for this show, and I really am not in any way. It's kind of. It's quite. Quite disappointing. I guess you were saying you were kind of up in your game. I'm really going to have to. Here we go. This. Here we go. <laughs> I'll, I'll full screen it. This is uh, one of Jamie uh, Geosynth's uh, reviews, and this is the LFE from Yorick Tech, uh, which came about because I, uh, I'm i doing a, a chat with um, Mitch from Sound Toys, and he said, oh, I just got one of these. And basically, this is a MIDI controller that has its own processing in it. And it's designed to work with a bunch of the uh, Dave Smith instruments. And it adds additional LFOs and envelopes slash sequences, but it modulates the, the MIDI CC parameters. Hello, welcome to myself, Jamie of Geosynth. Hey, I'm... Jamie. Uh, so, so what you can do is essentially create MIDI LFOs and MIDI envelopes that modulate parameters in the companion synthesizer which we've seen a little bit elsewhere, but this is a very dedicated and specific version. And it's a really, really good idea. And I've long been saying they should be putting MIDI LFOs or CC assignable LFOs and whatnot in. And people say, oh, you can't do that because it's only 128 va- uh, uh, step. You, the, the, the interpolation would be terrible. But clearly, this uh, says otherwise. He hasn't got a website, uh, Yorick Tech, and I think they sold out this batch and there's a, maybe a couple more. But Ty, you wanted to wanted this one because so uh, maybe what do you you probably know more about well, it the only reason, i'm hoping so the only reason the, the only reason is is the fact that uh so you i mean you sent out the subjects for this uh for the show uh yesterday and i think i told you i could only get on about one o'clock this afternoon when i basically came back and went oh you know i can make it on and so i actually bothered to actually do a bit of research and so looked at the subjects we're going to be covering um and I, I loaded this one up and I just thought, oh, God, yeah, I've seen this one before. I saw it about 18 months ago when um, 
when this geosynth thing went out and I looked at it and went, yeah, it's all right, it's okay, seems vaguely interesting. And then I watched a couple of videos and suddenly I was there going, oh my God, hang on a second. And the the amount that this, this has been updated in the last 18 months is absolutely flabbergasting. And so um, within 10 minutes of me looking at the video, I, I went onto the Facebook page and started chatting with Steve, the guy who is, you know, he is the company. And uh, within 20 minutes, I'd ordered one. Ah, and sorry. It, <laughs> it, so you cost me money. But absolutely, genuinely, one of my first messages was, damn you, Sonic State. Um, <laughs> but uh, this thing looks absolutely incredible. I mean, it, it basically links to, a, you know, essentially an OB6 Prophet 6, uh, the new uh, Rev4 Prophets 5 and 10, uh, Nordwave 2 and Voyager. But basically it adds, not only does it add these multiple LFOs, um, envelope, uh, sequencer, uh, there's, it adds a whole load of, it basically turns it into a mod matrix. And this is all done via MIDI and it adds all of those features. And then the patches are saved with the main synth. Yeah. So as you change, as you change the synth patch, it is literally just like a straight, it's not almost like not a bolt on. It's like a complete extension of the synth it just adds all of those features that was the thing so and when you also... when you save the patch on it it saves the patch in the synth and the association Absolutely. so when it recalls it's all linked again which is that's it's, genius it's literally it's like it's completely one with the synth and i was so I, I ended up going to steve the guy look can i just give you a call so i called him and we talked through it about you know kind of what it does and there's loads of performance things like it's got um uh, you can actually allocate one note after touch. So uh, it's got release um, velocity, uh, release um, velocity or release after touch. So basically, if you just press it as you're releasing the note, it can trigger something else. And you, it's like a complete mod matrix that allows you to assign things that aren't assignable on the main machine. Yeah. But from within this unit. Honestly, it's, it's amazing. Mm. Well, it looks like it's going to be amazing. I don't know. I obviously, you know, I, I got, never even thought about it. Does it does have some CV. Ago, but, it has mm. some CV uh, um, compatibility as well. Control as well. Control. But the thing that's really mm. interesting about it, I guess, you could use it. I mean, because I know you use like a big Fatar Master keyboard. You could use it in combination yeah. with that. Presumably, it'll spit out MIDI. Can you program it so that it'll do other things? It can control any anything that is controllable by CCs. It can control. That is neat. That is neat. Mm. Uh, Gaz, what do you think of that? And the, think the kind of money, the modulation. Kind, sorry, the the kind of money. You know, it's only you know kind of five hundred and something. And I know I, I'm not trying to belittle. You know, it's still five hundred and something. But the kind of control and um, and extra features it will bring to something like a Profit Six or a Profit, you know, Ten or is is enormous. So yeah, neat. More well, what? You want more wibble wobble gas? Maybe you should get one of these. <laughs> well, actually, I've got something else coming. I think tomorrow, which is a, I guess, like a rival to this, and that's the Electra One. And I think that looks really, really cool. I can't wait to get my oh, hands no, on no, it. Gas, I've got an Electra yeah. One. It's it's no, Electra One is fantastic, and it, right. it's really brilliant. But it, it's mm -hmm. no resemblance to this at all. Oh, really? Okay, because yeah. I mean, I, well, they're not it, competition. Uh, oh, okay. 
No. Because I suppose the Electra One is uh, has got the touchscreen and the knobs, and is a MIDI controller. Um, I, 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 that's the kind of similarity I was thinking. Ah, that's um, uh, this guy. Yeah, I know the thing. We we covered this, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we did yeah, cover this. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm kind I'm, I'm kind of well, curious that, about this. Uh, but but what what would you? How would you? How would you differ the two then? Because I mean, obviously the modulation. That, and the, that that is that is purely a programmer essentially that that really right. does nothing other than give you a whole load of knobs that's basically um specific to that, that instrument so if you stick yeah. this with something that you know like a dx7 or something you suddenly gain mm. a whole load of knob control that you didn't have before but the mm. the um lfe isn't isn't so much a controller it's a complete uh audio engine of lfos and envelopes uh, um, yes. addition yeah. to the actual additional um, yeah i see what you mean yeah. it's expanding the that's exactly just exactly like opening up the control yeah, yeah. but that, they're both great mm. into they're both great but they're just they are very different oh well that mm. cool i look forward to hearing how you get on with that but uh, i'm glad to hear mm. it that we somehow uh created <laughs> created a monster there um <laughs> oh yeah last week uh we actually did we got because um, uh, Charles Chicky Reeves he mentioned the uh, Cornev um, uh, oh god talkback limiter and uh, we did actually take their website down and they emailed us and said I can't believe it you took our website down because everybody went over and checked it out and that's the first time we've documented evidence that we've actually done that so I want to say well done team right on uh okay let's 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 get on to ah uh, this was one i wanted to do this because uh, i'm going to be interviewing uh georgie so this is georgie ward uh, at st george's hall in bristol playing on a lovely Gosh. very nicely tuned steinway b there's a whole load of stuff before this but listen i mean she is a really accurate she plays with uh, will gregory's uh, moog ensemble so she's obviously a great player and uh, I think that's an SH09, I think. Mm. But, yeah. but she is focused as hell. Yeah. And she plays a bit more of the... Uh, and you can hear how what a great player she is. Metronomic would be uh, the word I would use. Here she goes. I think she starts to play it. So this is part of a long-form performance that, uh, in fact, Will uh, Gregory said, oh, have you heard of Georgie? She's just done this. Uh, maybe you'd like to talk to her or feature it or something. And I thought, hey, that's really good. So I'm hoping we're going to do an interview with her on Monday, which will happen sometime over the Christmas period once uh, once I've edited it all up, uh, in her studio with her synth stuff. But she's clearly a fantastic pianist as well. And um, it's quite, um, reminds me of systems type music, that kind of polyrhythmic, quite metronomic kind of stuff. But it sounded, I thought it was great. I know, Ty, you're a player. I mean, you probably appreciate her musical chops I, more than I, unless you got, I didn't get a chance. If, if, if I was 20 years younger and looked like Johnny Depp, wow. I mean, she's my perfect woman. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's unbelievable. That that kind of yeah. musical ability and uh, is just rocks my boat. You know that would I would just sit and watch that for hours and hours and hours because as I mean I keep you know it's it's bad when you get me and Rich on the show because we we just sit there for all the time just being very boring going you know kind of yes but we want players we don't want people who can just sit there and press play and uh, you know don't start me on the old dj rubbish um so players <laughs> yes it's all about players and she is fantastic player she's got 
all the ability, all the skill. Compositionally, she's got it as well. So yeah, it's really you know, interesting. Abs absolutely amazing. I yeah. wonder whether I recognise that SH09 because I know uh, in the uh, Moog Ensemble, they don't all play Moog. Some of them do, but no, some no. of them are playing. There's uh, Micro Brute and there's, uh, yeah. there's uh, I think there's an SH09 and I think that might be the SH09. I wouldn't be surprised if it was, yeah. but I'm going to quiz her about that because it's interesting. The things that she chose are very... You know, there's a, a profit. Uh, there's a Rev Three, I think. There, there's the SHO Nine. There's the uh, Steinway. Everything instrument-wise has been chosen. Is like a, it's a very strong a sonic element. But uh, this, because you, you, you've been saying about St George's Hall, it's got a really amazing mm. acoustic, hasn't it? I mean, it's quite legendary. Yes. And they've been doing these live performances from there. It's a great idea to utilise the space. Yeah, it is. It's. It is one of. It is a beautiful old-fashioned concert hall in Bristol. Um, some of you might have seen the little feature that uh, that, uh, that Andy Mack and myself filmed about the um, music of Barry Gray. It's one of my favourite ever features I've done for Sonic State. Um, and that was at the same hall, at St. George's Hall. And uh, they, yeah, they, I, I don't know if it was a quirk of fate or what, quite why it sounds so lovely in there, but it, any concert I've ever seen in there is just uh, mesmerising, beautiful, beautiful place. But I mean, Georgie, wow, she's so animated, though, isn't she? I remember seeing her with uh, uh, the ensemble, you know, um, she becomes the music, you know, she is the music in a physical yeah, self, I mean, the, you know, the level of, I mean, what I got there was this sort of level of intent, because that stuff is, mm -hmm. I was thinking, oh, is that really live? And then I've kind of rewatched it a few times and it's like, crikey. It I mean, the intensity, yeah, yeah. Yeah. the intent, I mean, just the choreography and the intensity to get it that right is really impressive, really impressive. Because, mm. so, I mean, the Moog Ensemble, though, is, is a real wonderful act. And this is a really, I really recommend people checking that out if you've never seen it. Oh, well, we did a piece on it. Um, uh, she wasn't involved at that point. Uh, I think Hazel Mills has been, was playing it at that point as well. Maybe she's oh, yeah, also yeah. in it. And it's a sort of ever-changing collection of people. They play. You're right. They play. They play Moog. Oh. Uh, they play Bark. A lot of Bark. And uh, hmm. but it's played with wind controllers. And it, honestly, sometimes you're there and you're just thinking that sounds like a, a, an ensemble. It doesn't sound like electronic at all. It's a brilliant. And uh, uh, she's part of that. Yeah. I think it all yeah. comes down to, you know, the, the whole thing about the Mogul Ensemble, again, and I, I don't want to keep harping on about it, but it's all the musicianship. You know, there's, there's, the musicianship is something that, uh, I, I don't want to be melodramatic and say, but it's a dying art form, but, you know, kind of proper musicianship is something that is becoming rarer and rarer. And because technology allows you to get away with having, you know, kind of, even very little talent or next to no talent and because technology can help that's that's the way things are going and when you get a proper musician playing proper music in a, in a musical way mm. it's just like a breath of fresh air it's just well that's an interesting you know. point i wonder if that i mean because mm. obviously people aren't able to play live and craft you know yeah. own their crafts i wonder if we're going to see like a kind of a skills gap, you know, maybe a temporary blip while while people kind of get back into it after all of this isolation business. That would be. I hope. I hope not. I mean, there is another. There is another side. Oh, sorry, off you. No, no, carry on, Gaz. What you can say? Well, I mean, there is another side to it, though, which is like if you take someone like Amon Tobin, for instance, who isn't a player, 
Um, he just done an album recently. Uh, just have to remember what it's called. It's a, it says Amon Tobin presents, uh, and it's got this new, uh, just, just, uh, just, just checking it out. Figueroa, Figueroa, I think it's called. And it sounds like a kind of mm, psychedelic folk album. And it's actually the first album I think he's done the lead vocals on. The vocals are quite simplistic on it, but, um, there's lots of really lovely guitar playing. And then I found out there isn't any he's programmed the whole thing <laughs> it's entirely programmed and there's nothing played on it um another person like that is chenk from electron you know he doesn't play any physical instrument no, that's um, true, yeah. but you know but yes he's very musical isn't he very musical and well i say physical instrument of course he's playing a physical instrument on the boxes you know, as he's manipulating them but, but the, it's just, the main yeah. difference with this is from a musical point of view i i find personally that the musicianship comes from not what notes to play. I've always said this, it's to what notes not to play. Not to and play. you tend to find it's the more musical um, people that have the genuine musical ability, have the ability to play very, 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 very little and knowing when right. to play it and how to play it. And what you tend to yeah. find is people that don't have the musicianship just keep going and don't know, don't know when to stop because they don't have it in their... Um, they just don't yeah. have it. Simple yeah. as that. And it's like if you watch if you watch George's performance, as much as you've just shown the bits where it's all hell going flutter, there's loads of there's loads of it where there's very little happening. Yeah. But it works perfectly because she knows exactly the right moments to make things happen yeah. and when to not make things happen. And that's the difference. That when you get into more programmers side of things, as a, this is very much a generalization, um, that ability is less. Uh, of, I mean, I know that I'm such a snob when it comes to these things, and please, <laughs> please feel free to shoot me down on it. But I feel really strongly <laughs> about it because I, you know, kind of the whole, yeah. I, I, well, yeah, I think I think it's also me. I can understand your position because you can do that. You know, you're a player. You can you can you know we've seen you do it when you did the the sonic talk live you know we we saw what and you were going oh no it's nothing it's nothing and everyone was going no that sounds pretty good to me you know and and <laughs> it's great to be able to, to do that stuff is really great and that actually interestingly i, I posted a um because i've been reviewing the op six that's the next thing in the list and that, that really encourages playing because hmm. The uh, this is a bit of an aside. I don't know if it's got to do anything. It just came to me, but because FM traditionally is very complex, but the, the expression seems to come the mainly from, from dynamics, yeah. from the velocity, mm -hmm. and it's it's something that that uh, right. uh, I can't remember the name of the instrument now. That uh, um, the X oh, it's gone. That uh, you you ordered one, get uh, Ty. You know the the FM based. Uh, oh, the C15. The C15. C15. C yeah. And and what's really interesting about because the the op6 has sine waves but the extended mm -hmm. kind of FM capabilities means that you've got other oscillator shapes in the in the uh, operators but when you start just using operators like oscillators and just have them on because they're just digital replications of waves they haven't got any analogness built into them because they need to be mathematically correct to be able to work properly for fm they sound quite horrible because they when you start stacking them up you get this kind of like razor sharp comb sort of uh. all exact pitches at the same time but when you start to introduce uh. the velocity and the playing i suppose i'm getting into a roundabout way that maybe the op six will actually encourage people to play more because it, it, it to get the most out of it you sort of need to to get those really dynamic sounds there we that's go. kind of the mm. same that is also kind of the same as when the dx came out in the first place half the yeah. reason that 
that the DX took off so much was a not only the fact it didn't sound like analog, but it's there was a dynamic element to it that love it or hate it, it's it's really difficult to get that, especially back then mm. in uh, you know kind of, uh, the analog side things. So um, yeah, yeah, well, velocity sensitivity was. I mean, what was velocity? What synths were velocity sensitive back then? The CS80. What? What? Well, the I mean, the CS the CS80 was, but other than that, the Profit Five mm -hmm. wasn't. Jupiter Eight wasn't. Yeah, all the, the Junos first. weren't. Yeah, yeah that's a very good yeah. point. Yeah, really good point. Yeah. Well, uh, so anyway, yeah, Georgie, uh, I, actually, I've because I was hoping that she was going to send me like uh, links and stuff, which I haven't had yet. So I don't know exactly where to find her. Um, I have got a SoundCloud, um, but there, there, there are, uh, oops, that's not the one I want to do. Uh, that's the one I want to do. Um, so that's <laughs> maybe, the best maybe, I could do. So maybe, hopefully... maybe don't mention to the fact that I said that if I was 20 years younger and looked. <laughs> yeah, let's not don't, reiterate maybe, that. No. Don't mention we would that do... one. No, I, won't, no. I won't say a word. <laughs> okay um so what were let me see that's what's that so we did the performance video uh no that's beautiful tones of uh ah here we go uh i just like that i'm glad this exists oh god <laughs> this sound is not so good you give it a little more time it gets better here we go no that's it This is the project of, uh, I think it's a guy called uh, Love Hulton, uh, uh, who does, who took the work of uh, original project by Simone Geertz uh, and and built a sort of more cosmetically pleasing version, which is, I guess it's just based on you know a pie or some kind of sample playback. It's just a bit of fun. It's very I, when I saw the the, the the thumbnail, I thought maybe it was uh, look, mum, no computer, but it's just yeah. a little bit too slick. You know, his is his would have a bit more stuff dangling off it and wouldn't be quite so beautiful, perhaps in 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 the same aesthetic way. I only put this here a tie because I thought it was a nice thing and. And, and something that, you know, if you had time in your lot, I think that says it all. We'll go to Gaz first then. Aren't you happy this exists in the world, surely? I am, but I think they should use real dentures, though. I think that would make oh, it... Oh, do you think? You know, yeah. Grotesque. I think it would be good if there was like a bellows as well, it was pumping out bad breath as well, just sort of... Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's a great idea. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I love it when people go to such extremes to do silly do things you? like this. Do you? I do. Uh, do I do. really? I think do it makes you? the world oh. turn. I do. I yeah. think, yeah. I, I think, I just think, oh, humour has no place in music. End of story. <laughs> I just, it's, it's just the, the amount of time and effort and talent and thought yeah. process and planning and ability and all of exactly. this goes into, <laughs> I just don't, Oh God! I mean, obviously, a talented guy, incredibly talented. Don't you know? You're going to look back on. He's going to look back on his deathbed and go, "Christ, why did I waste six months of my life making that flipping thing with teeth?" That's what's going to happen. Uh, said the man who's oh, up till four in the morning, agree. wiring up um, 8K HDMI uh, <laughs> system. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, I'm coming back at you with that. You're not getting away with that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, I, I think I, as much as you're quite right to go, I'm glad this exists. I just, I just worry. Just it's, it's like a lot of, you know, kind of modern art, and I, I love a lot of modern art, but there's just a certain level where you go, 
really? You've wasted so much time I doing don't know. this. I think you're being too grumpy. I think it needs to modify it so the mod wheel has a tongue come on. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> that would be a good Technomatic in the chat room said uh, you, if it had the bad breath, it could be called a halitonium, which I think is absolutely beautiful. <laughs> oh, very good. Beautiful. Halitonium. That wins. That wins the internet. That wins of yeah. this show today i think <laughs> yeah excellent oh uh, i just want to say a thank you very much to uh Tara m for some more that that means i, I may be able to send you some non-sour sweets uh there <laughs> um yeah i just thought it was fun i saw it on synthtopia first of all uh shout out to our friends over there um uh, James and Elizabeth are two of my favourite Americans. Uh, there are other, I have, I, as of my favourite Americans, so not, not my only favourite Americans. Uh, okay, gosh, we're getting, we're getting uh, through it. Uh, where did I get to now? Oh, yeah, here we go. This is good. Hey there. Mm. Ben Jordan, the woods top YouTuber. Atlanta, this is a really brilliant this trail, I'm going to reach of some sort of area where they store a bunch of unused construction materials. And I believe it's stored by the state or the county. I'm not really sure. This is also an area where they store a bunch of vehicles. So I'm going to fast forward it a bit. The radius of the air they so, western tuning. So I found uh, all these pipes, but the pipes, honestly... By the way, I'm recording at 96 kilohertz at 24-bit, and I'm just using the Zoom XY mode. And make this as efficient as possible. Wow. Some really great sounds. It's fake reviews then he's for... Got the battery works fine, this but that's good. just how He's things got this are transducer. This is a 4 ohm, 50 watt transducer. Be scientifically accurate. One question I... That is some dedication, taking a transducer on a sample. I mean, Ben Jordan's a really great YouTuber. Uh, I'll just post his... Uh, let me post a link to his channel because uh, I think you should check out a lot of his stuff. Ben and gear, there we go. In fact, he's got a very popular video uh, on a certain Mr. Berenger uh, as policies, but we won't <laughs> go there. We're going to stay with the uh, uh, what he's got. But what a great idea. Now, you've got that mic. You, you've got yeah. no excuses. You're going to have to get out there. Uh, that, what a great, really inspired. What a great, yeah, really inspired. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I want to build. Well, I have. I actually want to. I'm. I am building a sample library at the moment, and um, and I want to get more um, bespoke sounds into it. I'm going to go and sneak around the um, around Bristol Zoo at night <laughs> with this. So I reckon it might be. <laughs> what some, you mean over yeah. the wall or just outside? <laughs> out, out, well, outside. Um, because I reckon there could be some quite curious sounds going on. So, um, but I do. Uh, yeah, one, yeah, so, one, I mean, one of them being you getting arrested. One of them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, actually, because it was like this I've got one of these things it comes with. Um, oh, where is it? Here. But then I was also kind of thinking, hmm, I probably could just get away with. <laughs> Probably just get away with this. Yeah, you could. What, I'm going to take that out. What you need to take as well, just to, just to and to disprove your guilt, is one of these. One of the I love that. I've always wanted one of these ladders. These little extendable ladders that basically Ooh. you just kind of. So you can then kind of climb up the wall and just point your yeah. mic over the top. Actually, I'm sure as a kid, I, I used to go to Bristol Zoo as a kid. Bristol Zoo that. Um, 
There are, hmm. I mean, whatever you feel about zoos, it's, I'm a bit kind of here. I'm not sure how I feel about zoos at the moment because it's yeah. generally a good or a bad thing, depending on whether you think it's helping breeding programs or, or captivity. Bit on the fence of that, but um, there used to be, I used to go as a kid and round the back of Bristol Zoo, there's a whole load of houses. And I do remember very occasionally there would be an escape and they would be chasing monkeys down the street, um, <laughs> Bristol, yeah. round by Bristol. Yeah, I don't it- think that happens anymore, but. It is actually, be, it's closing down. They're moving it. Well, it's, they're moving it after a hundred and, I don't know, 150 Yeah, it's kind years of a Victorian zoo, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, so they're, they're moving it sort of out. So, so that, that whole era, Johnny Morris era, Animal Magic, for those who, that was always at Bristol Zoo. For, Johnny Morris. For those of you Yeah, the first. Remember? Brit, the, <laughs> Brit, uh, like David Attenborough, first time round, really, wasn't he? I guess he was like. The, At least a voice. He got a lot of criticism because he used to voice the animals, you know, you do, you know, oh, here I am today, come, let's have a look yeah, down here, yeah. you know, just put these silly voices. But like he was criticised for sort of, I was it anthropomology, anthropomorphizing. Anthropomorphizing. For God's animals. sake, you're joking. <laughs> really? Yep, God, yep, some yep. people need to get a life. God, <laughs> he was putting silly yeah. voices onto animals. Wow, God! Mm. Anyway, well, I, I think, what, I, what I, but I think about? he was largely responsible for because uh, they had the first, uh, they bred the first white tigers, I think, as well. I mean, there's I, I, anyway. I'm not sure it's it's a subject that isn't going to be contentious just purely because captivity is not really. Yeah, the, the my, my cousin, my cousin works in a zoo though, Chester Zoo, and she is. Um, I've been learning a lot about it, uh, and you know, they really do put a a lot of work into as you say animal conservation and study and uh and the fact that people pay to come and look at the animals does f- you know fund yeah. that oh gosh this is a an aside isn't it yeah it's not really real. anyway <laughs> but, but you're gonna yeah, go so, so, so yeah going to get interesting sounds yeah so um yeah this uh there's some um there's some there's a lot of roadworks going on uh, not too far from here as well. So, I'm, you know, those are the kind of things that just, uh, I'm just kind of curious to kind of collect a whole bunch of sounds up because um, I've got various sample manipulators like the Morphogene, for instance, um, or the Octatrack, you know. So um, those devices come into their own if the sound that you've got that starts with is kind of interesting and unique and uh yeah, I'm uh, I'm quite excited about that. So I haven't actually checked this video of Ben's. I love his videos. So this looks really cool. Mm. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, he's just he's just a very eloquent. So he reminds me of. Uh, I'm trying to remember that there's a couple of other guys. There's that bass player guy and uh, the the sort of music. Uh, Adam Neely. Adam Neely. Yeah, there's this sort of very sort of yeah. Anyway, three big. We got three big questions of Adam Neely. That's one of one of oh, the. Oh, that's guys true. We do up. indeed. We do indeed. Yep. Okay, let's get into something really I serious. Mean, Oh, Do you okay. struggle with your Christmas oh, comp- Wait, sorry, Ty. Did I not ask you first? I do beg your pardon. I'll come back. I, I will save that. I bet I, I do apologize. It's fine. It's just, I just, what I was about to say was, um, I just, I love the, the fact of um, going back to kind of old school. I mean, because we, we, you know, back in the day would, uh, when there were no sample libraries available, really, well, very little sample libraries, we, we used to do this all the time. So, you know, I remember being out with a, a portable DAT player, a TCD D3 or whatever it was. Yeah. You would, you would be out um, just grabbing, trying to grab anything to try and um, get something, you know, form, form your own library and get it unique. 
And then there was a whole time when everyone was doing it. And so me included, I just stopped doing all that and just would buy everything. And what's fantastic now is that there does genuinely seem to be a, a kind of move back into, do you know what, because you can buy anything, it's all the more important mm. that we try and do exactly as Gaz said, we try and, you know, kind of create unique libraries. And, and so, mm. you know, kind of going out and doing this, I mean, I've got portal recorders that having watched this video, because as you say, the sounds that he got were amazing. And the when he was using them as impulse responses, that was sounding incredible. I just thought, oh my God, I, mm. I should... I should go and do exactly the same, go back to what I was doing in 1988, you know. Well, exactly. Yeah. I mean, because some of that stuff now, um, you know, if you, it's it, the impulse responses are probably the most valuable because there's so many things mm. now that you can, you can absolutely. load them into. Yeah, yeah absolutely. No, it's great. It's a great video. It's really inspiring. So, in fact, doesn't yeah, the new live, one of the new live, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think which one it is. There's a new synth in live where you can drop, it's the, it's the, it's the hybrid reverb, isn't it? Where you've got the two sides, you've got an algorithmic and an impulse and you can flip them between and you can drop, you don't have to just drop impulses. You can drop like, you know, any sound in there and it'll turn it into a kind of impulse response and you can process the sound through it. It's a really interesting way. I think, uh, mm. they, it's not, I don't think it's new, but it was something that was brought up again when we did, uh, something with live with, uh, Simon Stokes. He said, you could like, you could drop like a ride symbol and process mm -hmm. a kick drum through the rides. You know, it's quite, it gets okay. some quite interesting convolutions, uh, based on mm -hmm. that sort of stuff. I'm going to try and see if I biscuits. can make an, in, an entire, no, I, ooh, no, not biscuits. It's the, the secret to my lovely aroma. Jean-Paul um, Gaultier. Okay. What's that? <laughs> Orifice. <this> thing... <laughs> it looks like a... Gaz, that looks a little bit like a cat's backside on the front panel. <laughs> it's, there's so many sounds in it, so I'm going to see if I can make an entire entire song out of it. There's yeah. A... Yeah. So that yeah. You, as long <laughs> as you use the, as long as you use that really close up and uh, as the as the poster frame, then I, I oh, see no problem with, with that. Oh, <laughs> the cat's anus. <laughs> Maybe I should make a song about the cat about cat's anuses. Oh god, here we uh, go. Show I've got, titles. I've got, a story, I've got a story about a dog's anus. I that, remember um, it very well. It was on. I, I I forget which episode it was on, but I do recall falling asleep on the tour bus. Yes, I've heard that one. That's a uh, yeah. Waking up to someone kissing me on the cheek only to realise that a dog was sitting on my face. Anyway. Yeah. Mm, not so nice. Well, uh, but I suppose you haven't been for a walk for a while. Uh, so, um, oh yeah, that was it. I was going to go here, wasn't I? Do you struggle with your Christmas compositions just not sounding Christmassy enough? Yes. Do you wish there was an easy way to add instant Christmas cheer to your music? Yes. Then try the new Sleigh Bells Library from Fracture Sounds. It includes six types of sleigh bells, sampled in exquisite detail, with more round robins than you could ever wish for. What's more, the included instant Christmas patch automatically syncs to your host tempo and plays a festive rhythm, letting you effortlessly add holiday cheer to any composition. There we go. Now, Ty, I suspect this time of year, much of your work, or maybe it's earlier in the year where much of your work would require a certain Christmas flavour. And I do believe we might have talked about, I mean, I I think almost any rhythm track can be improved with uh, a subtle use of sleigh bells rather than just, you know, your boring old shaker well, or cabasa. I think what I find really funny about this is the fact that, because I've had to do it, is that you go and look at long-standing series on TV, so many long-standing series on TV, 
and they go back to the composer in basically September and go, oh, can you just make the theme tune Christmassy? And oh, it's the same theme tune as it was, and all everybody does, and it's absolutely true, is you stick sleigh bells onto the top of it, and at the very end, you go ding, 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 and tune bells. <laughs> and that yeah. is automatically... That is how to make that it in the media aut- business, yeah. <laughs> that is automatically Christmatized, Christmasizing every theme tune known to man. And I swear, you watch TV from now until Christmas, and they all do it. And I've had to do it, so I've, I've been there. But, yeah, I look. You can't beat some sleigh bells. I, I think I've said before, I mean, I, I love Christmas. Christmas is my favourite time of year. So anything that makes it cheesy and tacky and, you know, I love it. Absolutely can't get enough of it. But, mm. oh, you've muted. <laughs> oh, you're back. Oh, are you still muted? Uh, can you I, hear Nick? I, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can't hear Nick. Oh, yeah. No. Hey, quick, let's talk about him before he gets... Oh, God, I know. I know. God, what he's wearing. Look at that shirt. I know. What's he like? He's just... Uh... made an effort. God. God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, hang on a minute. We can't hear him, but he can still hear us. Oh, God. no! Is <laughs> <laughs> that... Now he thinks... Does he now think we're double bluffing him? We can't hear you, Nick. We generally can you hear him? I can't hear him. No. I can't hear him. Nick, you've suddenly nope. disappeared. <laughs> no. That's the button I was looking for. Yay! I do Yay! Beg your I'm so sorry. And that means that uh, everybody God, this has been a technical disaster. And maybe what I should just do is actually I should I I should write some kind of random MIDI remapping program that just makes all this stuff happen because it's a, probably a lot more entertaining than me talking. So uh, I could actually just just do that in the future. Yes, I'm not muted anymore. Thanks, folks. I could see it in the chat room. I know you're a little bit before behind, but uh, oops, I forgot where I was. Uh, We're talking bells. Christmasizing. Christmas. Yeah, and Ty was, Ty was just extolling the virtues of Christmas. Now, I hate Christmas. I know people accuse me of having a bit of a Santa look about it, but, you know, it's, there's no ho-ho-ho here. It's all no, no, no. No, Christmas is a is – a, I hate it. I really do. It's like – it's just a distraction. I'm not, I'm, not a I'm, fan. Yeah, I'm not a huge <laughs> fan. I mean, this this Christmas is probably likely to be less – I used to I used yeah. to love Christmas a lot. Um but I think it's just when it becomes the same every year and maybe it's not how you would want it if you well, were, you know. Hang on a minute. It becomes the same but every time, year. Unlike, but baby Jesus. Un, unlike, yeah, sod baby Jesus. But un, un, unlike every other week of the year, you know, could you sit there in, in mid-July going, oh, I don't like July. It's just like May. Do you know, the whole point of Christmas is it's not like every other month. The whole yeah. point of Christmas is it's different to every other month. That's what mm. makes it wonderful. You get to put up tacky lights and trees with baubles and tinsel on and make a mess and eat too much. It's fantastic. Oh, I, I, do you know what? I would scrap the rest of the year and I'd just have December on loop. So you uh, you are you come from the Roy Wood School of Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. God, God, do I? Absolutely. 
Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. Oh, good. I think. Yeah. I think for me, I suppose the thing is, is um, mm. this year is going to be a bit different because we're not able to all go and see grandparents because of you know it's not generally thought of a good idea. And my daughter doesn't want because she's working in a supermarket as a key worker. She doesn't want to go visit them, so it makes Christmas mm. Day really complicated. And so it's just going to be. I'd, I'd sort of be glad when the day's over. The period itself, I think, I'd probably enjoy because I'm going to take at least a week off because I really need it. I've been working like a dog all this quarter. Can I ask? Oh, can I ask who, what's your favourite Christmas song? Well, both of you, what your favourite Christmas songs are? Just Ooh. out of curiosity. Oh, any, that's could be honestly... It could be pop songs, any... You see, this is where it gets really sad at this point, because, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm meant to, as a muse, I turn around and go, oh, I hate Christmas song. I love Christmas songs. I mean, I absolutely <laughs> love I them. Shocked. And, uh, <laughs> shocked. Uh, yeah, so Wizard, that's got to be up there. Yeah. Uh, Paul McCartney, which could be... Um, uh, but my absolute all-time favourite... Can I also point out that back in the early 80s, or mid-80s when it was, when Shaken Stevens did his... You did. Uh, you yeah, did. That I thought that was absolute trash. Oh, I mean, okay. absolute Goodness. trash. I was there with a big quiff, and I thought it was absolute crap. Now, yeah, oh my God, I love it. But my all-time favourite by a country mile, and it's not Christmas, and it's the first thing I ever play. When I'm putting the tree up, It's the first, and it's a, been a ritual now for 20-odd years, the first thing I put on is Christmas Song by Nat King Cole. And Nat King Cole is played in this house almost every day all through ah. the Christmas album. The Nat King Cole Christmas yeah. album is played every single day. Yeah, mm. I absolutely, yeah. Have you ever it's, heard his, his version of Frosty the Snowman? No, I haven't. Oh, my, oh, honestly, everyone should go and check out Nat King Cole Christmas album. Okay, yeah. well, try that. Yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, I, I, isn't aren't, aren't, isn't Maria Carey going to be number one for Christmas in the US, followed by a, a, a number of other actual older sort of Christmas songs as well? Be, yeah. I get the point. I, I spoke, what's my favourite? I mean, I really do like Fairy Tale in New York. I think that is great, yeah. especially now you're not actually allowed to play it properly because the words are, again, considered to be, have, you know... Have you heard the John Bon Jovi cover of it? No. Yeah. Is there a gag? Here? I haven't. Is this a I, joke? Haven't, I haven't. Oh. No, oh. I haven't. Uh, I haven't even. I haven't. I uh, just haven't been brave enough to listen to it yet. But uh, yeah. Oh my god! Bit... There's some things that just shouldn't <laughs> happen. Yeah, Ooh. I tell you one. No, I would ho- totally recommend is Suf Jan Stevens. He's done like he's done a number of Christmas albums. He's for me, Suf Jan Stevens is one of. Oh, Sufjan is it? Sufjan Stevens is one of the greatest. Is that shaking Stevens' alter possible. ego? Sufjan, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like yeah, it's a, the post-Christmas Sufjan Stevens. Yeah, he um, Sufjan Stevens is for me the, possibly the greatest American singer-songwriter of the last twenty years. And uh, his new album, The Ascension, is great. It sounds like he's got a lot of modular action going on in it. But he's done a load of Christmas things. I think you can. Uh, I think he's done like you know, EPs or um, but you can get them all all together. But some of that stuff is absolutely amazing and really Christmassy. Oh, a skip ad will end. This is a, that's actually, hold on. This is the complete Christmas collection, which is actually four hours long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you, you're not wrong there. I'm just going to skip the ad. Four hours. Oh, no, he's. Yeah. Oh, so he's done covers. He's okay, songs for yeah, Christmas. He's done both. He's done both. <laughs> okay, oh, that's a first for me. Oh, he's right. brilliant. Yeah. You oh, see, I he loves Christmas. 
He okay. loves Christmas. All if the good people Christmas, love Christmas. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah. I, I'll start liking Christmas again. Maybe Pork yeah. Ticket yeah. should do a Christmas song. <gasps> oh, that's an amazing idea! Because yes. it could be as, anti- as wrong Christmas as possible. Well, you you do know because I, I put it, I actually, it's on my Facebook thing. I'd, someone keeps posting this. There's every, I, I, my whole career started, I think I told you, because I won that song for Christmas when yeah. I was 17. And every year there's somebody who posts, sends me a link to this. Every single Christmas sends me a link to this. And every year I just ignore it. And this year I just thought, do you know what, Sod it, embrace it. So I actually posted it on Facebook. And um, it's great to have all these people coming out of the woodwork that knew when I was 17. So I think this this is part of the reason why I love Christmas because it okay. basically started off my entire career and the little baby <laughs> oh, Jesus okay. as well. All right. You know. <laughs> okay, I, 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 I'm, I, can, I can cope with that. I think that's fair enough. I mean, I suppose... I suppose the thing is, is that there are some nice parts of it, and I do like I, I do like a well recorded Christmas Carol. Although I refer you back to my earlier tirade about trying to mm-hmm. edit them into a sort of because and when you've got twelve Christmas carols and you're doing them all in lot in one, and then you point out that actually if we were to sing them all, we'd be there for three quarters of an hour to an hour just. Let it go, carols. Nick. Let it go, Nick. Let it go. I can't. I can't. Uh, I, I I have an anecdote that I may. I've told before on an earlier show, Christmas anecdote, but uh, I apologise if I have, but it is, it's worth pulling out again. Uh, about mm, 15, 12, 15 years ago, I made an album, a Christmas album, uh, of um, handbell ringers all doing all Christmas um, Christmas carols with oh, yeah. uh, handbells. Uh, Campanologists, are they? Ha- is that handbells? Um, but uh, we actually recorded it in a sweltering hot, summer's day in this little uh, community centre near Warminster, sort of south of Bristol. And, um, and and everybody was arranged in a semicircle, and it was it was really in, an interesting challenge. You know, I, I had multiple sets of stereo mics set around, to, you know, to, to get uh, lots of the ambience of the room and different things like that. But because we were really relying on a lot of the room sound, um, oh, there would be like low flying aeroplanes that would come over and ruin oh, yeah. a take, or like oh. Um, but what, <laughs> you know, what was quite funny, I, I shouldn't laugh about it, but there was um, one one of the people who was part of the, the bell ringing group. Um, sadly, she'd had a stroke, but she was apparently the life and soul of the group and she really wanted to be part of the group. Um, but she couldn't really do, do the thing so much anymore. So because they had... A, each of the players had multiple bells and they would be picking up different bells and they'd be they'd be carefully kind of um, dampening them as they put them down and um, but this poor woman oh, she just had one bell and she only had a little she, they would just give her like maybe one or two notes per song to ring but the problem was um, she'd have a little spasm every now and oh, again no, <laughs> so we would be we'd be recording a take and we'd be going right through the end you know ding 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 <laughs> And then, and then it was like, oh, and everybody was so polite and oh, back to the beginning again. Oh, of, oh, did you did you not did you not say that you could edit it and you know say it's no problem we we can take let's just go from here bar sixteen and you know whatever. If I wasn't if I didn't have a, a weird say a sadistic streak I could have said that. <laughs> um, yes. I know. Oh, oh woman. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, woman. Oh, how uncomfortable. That sounds that sounds like a awful situation. Oh, oh. Yeah, oh, I God. thought you were going. I thought it was going to be a fart gag. I, <laughs> to I, be honest, I just thought there was going to. I thought it was going to be a happy ending, but I mean, oh, yeah, God. that's not. That's, that's not really sad. Ending. 
I know, oh. but but she, you know, you know, she she was still able to contribute Excellent. in her way. <laughs> so, so um, awesome, yeah. Okay, well, I think we've uh, we've we've gone on long enough, frankly, and uh, it's time it's time to shut things down before we get right out of hand. Uh, thank you very much for watching. Don't forget, uh, we've got the YC uh, sixty one effects Gaz's show later on this evening, uh, and oh, oh, there he goes. Thank you. Oh, we'll be Did he I know, and uh, and also uh, we will be interviewing Georgie Ward uh, next week. So hopefully, we'll have something for Christmas and the Christmas week. Next week, 23rd, uh, we're doing uh, a live Sonic Talk quiz, which we tried last year. I didn't quite get the tech right, surprise, surprise, but I think I've finessed <laughs> it this year. Famous last <laughs> words. So please do join yeah. us for that. Uh, same time, same place. But thank you very much, Gaz. Thank you for joining us. Uh, been thank a you. pleasure. And uh, yeah. I hope you have a good show tonight. Thanks, Tim Exile, joining me, if you missed that earlier. So Tim's joining me, talk about Endless for desktop. So yeah, thanks ever so much. Uh, Mr. Ty Unwin there, tinkling uh, on the piano. <laughs> oh, she's in! <laughs> so now it's been fully Christmasized, Je Je um, Ty. Yeah. Thank you. It's there. <laughs> I'm here. Thank you for joining I'm us, mate. And if I don't see you before, have a lovely Christmas and uh, yeah. and enjoy it all. Generally, you know, kind of, I know uh, I'm a grumpy guts and whatever, but uh, thanks to <laughs> you lot and thanks to uh, thanks to everyone that bothers to watch us, you know, more to the point, thanks to everyone that bothers to watch me at any stage. And, <laughs> you know, so, uh, yeah, I hope everyone has a really fantastic Christmas. Yeah. Thanks. Brilliant. Well, thank one. you very much. And we'll, at that point, we'll probably just say goodbye. We'll wave off into right. the Christmassy sunset, although sun's down already in this part of the world. But see yeah. you all next time. Thank you very much for watching. Bye-bye now. Bye.